Hello and welcome back to Take a Sip Podcast. I'm Leche. And I'm Tito. As usual, Tito, what are you sipping on today, bro? Well, because it is our spoopy episode. Our spoopy. Spoopy. Not even, not even spooky. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking <laughs> some smashed pumpkin from Shipyard Brewing Co. That sounds so good, bro. No lie, bro. Fuck. Shit, I regret like going even near one of these liquor stores, bro. I couldn't find that goddamn thing, dude. And if I did, only packs of six, and there were like 17, 18 bucks. I'm like, oh man, that's yeah. Well, I almost bought a pack of six of the pumpkin head, mm-hmm. like the usual one that we always drink. Mm-hmm. But then I found the four-pack canned one for this one. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's a new beer. I haven't tried it. And I mean, it's better than a six, and I don't even know if I'm going to finish them all, so... I mean, I fuck, I kind of like these October beers. Oh, by the way, what I'm drinking, I'm drinking a sour amaretto as well. Because oh, I, I, I didn't want a regular beer. I didn't want, like, a fucking Modelo or a, uh, what is it called? Corona. Corona. So I said, fuck it, I'll make myself a mixed drink. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's something at least. And I mean, we had, like we said earlier before we started recording, we haven't had one of these where we both have some sort of alcoholic beverage, but originally started yeah. <laughs> take a sip with us. Um, but yeah, so cheers. Cheers, dude. Cheers. To the Halloween. To the to Halloween. Halloween mm. My favorite time of the year. Nice to get, it gets, it starts to get nice and cold. But at the same time, this year it's kind of it's kind of hitting the cold kind of too soon. Yeah, this yeah, it came out way too quick. And for two people who have past leg injuries, yeah, um, it's not the best thing for us because yeah, I know your fucking knees be buckling while my fucking ankles break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> again. So again, fuck. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's been really shitty the weather, honestly. Yes. Um, but so hopefully this week isn't gonna be too bad. But uh, yeah, hopefully not. But since this is our Halloween special, we had to do, of course, something special, and I'm pretty sure we haven't done this, especially from last year. Um, we're gonna go through not all of it, like all of our shit, but we're gonna get a little bit personal today. And we're going to go through some of our fears and maybe some phobias that we have. And on top of that, or heard of, yeah, that we're interested in, or maybe potentially we have, or we, you know, or don't think are real (laughs) 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 type of thing. So, yeah. And then, yeah, we'll go off of that. And then we have other things, of course, down the line that we'll go through and stuff. So, yeah. So this one, this episode is going to be a little bit personal. So you definitely want to yeah, kick back and relax and like, and hopefully we have the same focus as you guys, honestly, on this end, or maybe or, me, you know, have similar ones or okay. we could be completely opposite on what we fear. <laughs> or if by the end of this, if you guys have a fear or phobia that we did not mention that you think is unique or something that we should have talked about, please uh, message it to us at the Instagram again. That is take a sip underscore pod, mm-hmm. or leave it even in the comments on Spotify or Apple Podcasts wherever you listen to this. And I mean, like we said, we like having the open communication with any listeners. <laughs> but yeah, so do you want to start off with one of yours or? Yeah, 
I can start off with one if you want. So one of this, okay, this is hard to explain because this was a phobia I had before, which I kind of got over a little bit over the years, especially going like being older and stuff like that. But back when I was like, I want to say like a freshman in high school, my biggest fear was heights, dude. Like a hundred percent. Yes. Like, yeah. Heights is literally, I feel like that's a general one that everyone's kind of scared of. Mm-hmm. Especially like I used to not ride roller coasters and stuff like that. But over the years, and actually like, you know, buckling myself down and like said, fuck it, let me just do it this once. Maybe it's good, you know, type of attitude. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like I got over the fear of my heights and stuff like that. Even if it's like extreme heights, I yeah. think I got over that, like over extreme heights for sure. Um, but dude, I used to be fucking terrified dude, of heights up to the point where my hands and legs used to fucking shake, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be bad. Uh, I remember, fuck, um, in high school, freshman year, when we did rock climbing for the first time, dude. Um, oh, I, I tried it, bro. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't go more than halfway, dude, because my hands, dude, and my legs were shaking, dude. I remember, uh, fuck, what was his name? Seagull. Yes. I was like, oh, it's okay. You already made it that far. You don't have to go any further. And I just like I was just like all the close of my eyes. It's just like shaking, dude, in place. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I felt no. it was embarrassing. Don't get me wrong, a little bit, but at the same time, like, oh dude, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a phobia. A phobia. I mean, I kind of still have. You got me. Um, the this specifically the roller coasters that you mentioned earlier. Like, you know. I don't like roller coasters. I know you don't. Yeah. Just a few years ago when we went to, what was it? Canopy with uh, Tanisha when she came up to visit or down to visit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that you guys kind of forced me to get on the roller coaster. Force was a strong word. We just we were like, oh, you got to be here by yourself then. <laughs> and then we get on and I'm expecting that one of you guys will be sitting with me. And then, no, you guys all left me alone in a cart with then another random kid from another group that was also scared of heights. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I remember. (laughs) He was fucking terrified, too. Oh, shit. So you guys, both groups left the two, like, (laughs) terrified people alone in the same fucking cart to connect. Something in common with a stranger, you know? (laughs) We were barely able to talk because we were freaking the fuck out the entire ride. Yeah, that's true. I remember digging my nails in <laughs> into the foam thing from the fear. I literally had to pick each of my fingers out because I, that's how deep my nails went into it. Like from gripping this foam thing, mm-hmm. holding me down. Yeah. Too. And still, like you said, with the... With high school, I I forget what we call it. It's like a whole week where we just, I guess, do events that take us high in the air, like the rock climbing. There's a net climbing one. We're all oh, wearing harnesses one, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. For some reason, I was able to do the net one, but I wasn't able to do the fucking rock climbing. Dude. Because the net one, even once you get up there, you're going left to right. Exactly. I think that's what it was. You're not yeah. going higher. Um, the one I was forced to do because I didn't do anything and they told me I needed to do at least one as well 
And I guess the only one by the end of the week that they freaking told me, if not, I would have chosen a different one was the one when you're in your harness and they pull you up all the way. And then you have to pull the string and you're swinging back and forth. Mm-hmm. That was the one I got ended up stuck doing. And even still then I was then the laughing side because it took me two minutes to finally pull the freaking string at the end, holding me onto the harness. And then <laughs> once I still did that, everybody said my eyes almost popped out of my head because I wasn't <laughs> expecting the full downfall and swing after. <laughs> Dude, uh, it's, just, it's bad, bro. The height shit for us was bad. But it's not yes. It was really fucking bad. Yes. Another... <laughs> Another fear, I well, it's damn. I don't even know what I'm truly, truly scared of. 100 like that, but things that like kind of freak me out sometimes, dude. Is I mean, I feel like this would be anyone, dude. For fuck's sake, like being left alone and then hearing random sounds when you know you're by yourself. What is that? What is that called? The paranoia on like. Oh, I got you. Know, you. Just the fear piece, I feel like for me, that gets amplified a little bit when you know, maybe it's, I think that's anyone though, right? Because like, you know, that you're by yourself and you start, you, you think you hear something, even though it's yeah. probably, it wasn't anything. Yeah. Um, just makes you like overthink it and shit like that. And then you're just like, oh fuck, freaking out. Like, I don't mind being alone because that's a whole separate issue, you know? Yeah. Like, 100%. I could be by myself all fucking day and, like, mm-hmm. for fucking days on end. Um, but, yeah, like, that's, I think, a fear of mine. It's truly just, like, knowing that I'm by myself and then out of nowhere, some sudden noise or suddenly someone pops up is, I think, a fear of mine. It's just, like, I hate sudden jump scares like that in real life. Not in movies. Yes. Movies is whole separate shit. Oh, yeah. But sudden shit like that is what fucking gets me, like, gets my heart pumping. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just like, fuck me, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that one's... I don't even know what it's called. I, I, I don't think that's a particular fear, though. You got me? Um, It might have a name. I mean, I don't have anything <laughs> like that pulled up, but I mean, I definitely understand that fear. Yeah, I get it, because even, well... We've spoke a bit about it last year a little bit. Like we've specifically me, um, I've been haunted and been dealing with weird paranormal BS for most of my life. Um, so I, that's something I've gotten used to, like hearing those random sounds at times. Um, yeah, it's a li- it's a little scary, especially like like you said, you know you're home alone and you hear a door close or like a weird bang and you're like, what was that? Like, there's nothing in my house that I know of that I'm could up, have done a sound like that. I'm up to the point where I'm checking out the noises now. Like, I don't give a fuck if there is oh, something yeah. there or someone there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go and investigate. I'm like, I should be home alone. Yeah. Like, I think I'm slowly getting over it because I'm literally fucking being, I'm being I hate, I hate saying like this. I'm being that fucking white person. Be like, who's there? You know, <laughs> <laughs> who's there? <laughs> like type of attitude. You know? <laughs> it's so true, though. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Dude. Yeah, because like, white every scary movie, movies are the worst. Dude. Every scary movie, person walks by in the weird cabin of the forest, 
Are you okay? Do you need some Who's help? There? Like, Who's there? <laughs> and then every, any other person of color, Latino, Black, most likely some Asian as well. Out of here. <laughs> sees that, um, get in the car. We're going back home. Fuck we're going this. home. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> yep. Start saying your prayers. We're not doing this. Pull out the Bible. <laughs> Straight up. Um, yeah, no. Another a fear I have that like I've mentioned multiple times, multiple, multiple times at this point is my fear of clowns. Um, yeah, fear of clowns, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess your shit is real for that shit. Yeah, that it's called calrophobia. Oh wait, what say that again? Calrophobia. How? C-O-U-L-R-O Fuck me, dude. I can't Chlorophobia. I don't know how to fully pronounce it. Chlorophobia. Chlorophobia. Uh, I'm scared of chlorophyll. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but this, like, it definitely hits my, uh, what is it, fight or flight? Yeah, I know. Like, part it, it, of me. Yeah, it gets your shit started for you. Yeah, because like it, you're running, bro. For if sure. they get close enough, I will throw hands. <laughs> at least one just to like throw them off. But for the most part, I run the other way. Or it's like I my mom still gets mad at me, but like whenever we do go to like a theme park that has some Halloween night types of thing, like and if I'm near my mom, I will hide behind my mom. Like I will hold my mom in front of me. And she still gets mad at me. <laughs> like, yeah, like, why are you scared of that out of all things? I mean, dude, it's just a thing, right? Yeah, it's and it's like, it's bro. just the fear. Like, I like you know, me with spiders. I kind of, like, I mean, going into other people's fears, right, and stuff like Naomi, she's scared. Of, she's arachnophobic, you know? Arachnophobia. Yeah, so she's scared of fucking spiders. And she explained to me why or what freaks her out about the spiders. And I yeah. completely get it, too. She's like, not only the looks, you know, separate from the what, how the fuck they look like, right? Because we've seen mad movies and shit with creepy shit. But she said literally the feeling and knowing that something with eight legs is crawling on you. Yeah. I think she says that that's her biggest fear, just something literally crawling up her and gives her goosebumps throughout yeah. her body. Yeah, like that's the same thing with the clown fear. It's like, unless you know the person who is the clown, you don't know who's behind the face paint. You don't know who's hiding behind these wigs and masks or whatever. And then if something were to happen, you have no way of identifying this person. It's like the it's not it's not knowing who is that doing this to you, scaring you or whatever. You get me? And that like since a little kid, it's always like. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you really look like. I'm staying away from you. It's always been that fear. Like, and even though they try to be funny and stuff or whatever, like mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Bro. In the eye of the public, I'll put a smile on because I know like it's part of the atmosphere, but it's the fear inside of me wanting to get further and further away from this person that I'm just like, Ugh. like just talking about it right now my whole body's just like slowly starting to shake i feel my heart starting to race just thinking just thinking of clowns it. like i don't i can't <laughs> and i've known people who have like 
frozen in fear, like can't move, tears starting. I've almost been to that point where I've cried it's, of like fear. But like, yeah, but it's like I've never fully done it. But I've seen people break down from the fear, like it. Uh. <laughs> oh, not, not the real fear of mine, dude. Which I oh, feel gosh. like I think. Which is, I think, it, it feels weird to say it like this, saying like what the actual fear of minds is, and like this is the name of it. I can't pronounce it. Um, I just sent it to you in Discord. Um, it's at atrophobia. Atrophobia, which is the fear of disappointing others. Ooh, that's. I think that's my biggest fear. Just someone being upset with me unnecessarily, or not knowing if they are. Or just you know, literally letting anyone down is mm-hmm. like one of my biggest fears. Yeah, which is like you know, it's kind of weird to talk about it like that, but that's truly my biggest fear, and I think that's why I always, especially now since I got older, uh, I try to take as much in as I can, even if it's like other people's problem. I always like take it in with me. Yeah, like, I feel like their problem becomes my problem now as well, type of thing. So like, I always like to put my shoes put myself in their shoes and think about like a solution of my way out and try to help them out as much as I can and if I can't it makes me upset you know like knowingly that I can't help them out it's just it's it drives me kind of crazy you know type of thing yeah so that's why I always like when I always ask someone for help and they say okay I don't need it I'm like perfect I'm like okay cool but when they do and they're like oh like I always make sure, like, are you good then if I help you? Like, I mean, uh, how do I explain this? Fuck, it's kind of weird to explain it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just the fear of, like, I, I, don't want the, I don't want them to be disappointed in me when I do help them, you know, type of thing. Okay. Like, or, like, scared of failing at someone who I'm helping, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> no, want to... Yeah, I get you. Mean, I, come, I get you. Um, I think that's my fear, dude, and that just, it gets me... And it doesn't, like, I don't get fucking, like, shivers or anything like that. It's just, it makes me feel down, you know? It just literally just eats me from the inside type of thing. Yeah, I get, yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand that one. Um, well, yes and no, because, I mean, you know that I've always... You don't care. I know most no, people... no, it's not that I don't care. Um, in my eyes, I've already done so many things to disappoint plenty of people around me mm-hmm. that it's gotten to the point where it's like especially with anxiety and depression and ADHD and all that stuff like it's gotten to the point where I'm like I know I'm not going to satisfy everyone mm-hmm. um, even though I do disappoint myself I'm not going to be able to satisfy everyone so, yes, even if I do feel disappointed that I didn't complete a task or whatever, like, it's just another day. Yeah. But that, again, like, it, it, that's because of my past, what I've dealt with. You right. are obviously on a different path, even though we grew up together. It, it just proves that, like, part of your environment and how you grow up and the people you're around affects who you are personally. Like, mm-hmm. We've both been attached at the hip two months apart. I'm two months older than you, but we have completely different 
experiences, different history, different views on life and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've dealt with different things, you know, on that end. Yeah. Like even just half the topics that we talk on here have been like uh, uh, opposites, if anything. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I was also. Yeah. Uh No, no, no. You go. You go. So, and there's my mom's phobia, which is, I think, Helm. Helmophobia, which is the fear of worms. Oh, worms. Oh, like the creepy crawlers and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The slimy, creepy crawlers. My mom would fucking pass out if you put a worm on her. Like, that's how bad it is for her. Her shit is real. Her Mm -hmm. shit is like fucking like ridiculous, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I find that one kind of funny too at the same time. Like worms, dude, out of everything. But I understand on the same time. She says, like, she just doesn't like how they look. Like in her eyes, they're like a bad omen, you know, type of thing. Oh. So she's like, "Oh, they just bring nothing but bad luck into <laughs> that stuff," and that's why she can't look at them. She can't do anything near them, dude. They just I get it. Her. It's because your mom's also kind of a neat freak. So seeing that, yeah. creatures that all they do is spend their time <laughs> crawling on the floor, and one is technically in the ground. Yeah, it's dirty to her. It's dirty. I get it. Um, yeah, I was also talking to my little sister about like the topics of today, like just yeah. the fears and phobias. And hers is the trifophobia. Trifophobia? What that's that? when that's the um, a bunch of small little like holes or dots that are just clustered really close together. So your like fa- um, faces, bro. We have pores everywhere. Well, that yeah, exactly. So if she were to get a magnifying glass and put it close to her, look disgusting. Like, it, it, yes. give her asco, yeah. Like like uh like even looking at a strawberry, you get me? Like all those little holes after like the seeds and stuff, like it would freak her out. I'm like, I get it. Um yeah. it, for certain like items, I get seeing the multiple holes and it's gross or whatever. Yeah. But for her, it's like an actual fear. Like she quickly turns away, covers her eyes and all that stuff. And this is Vanessa we're talking about. You know, my little sister doesn't, <laughs> that's like little bitch shit. And she's the one scared of it and all that. <laughs> I know um, there's some, yeah, uh-huh. go for it. Uh, one that I was telling you earlier too that I've, I kind of understand it. Like, I understand the fear of it. Um, I don't have it, but there have been people and even a specific game over the last few years that's hit uh, YouTube and stuff um, called Thalassophobia, uh, which is the fear of the, like, large bodies of, of water like open like ocean the, pretty much and the deepness of it so like subnautica for an uh, for an example people haven't played it because of the vastness and the depth that you could go into this planet it, it is unsettling don't get me wrong yeah for me it's unsettling there's just on the fact of how deep and unexplored our oceans mm-hmm. truly are it's just wow you know yeah, no, and like there have been, I don't know if you've seen them, like videos uh, I've been on like TikTok and, and on Instagram. I know they're fake or whatever, but it kind of adds to the fear and the anxiety of it. And it's like the two divers in the deep ocean. And then you see like one fish pass by, but then next thing you know, like 
the camera pans down and there's this giant like megalodon or whatever that <laughs> um fish with the, fish. Light, with the light bulb thing just coming up with like the no, gross the ass teeth yeah i don't know where it just comes through and shit yeah <laughs> and like i get it you get me and it's the same thing like i'm better with the deep ocean than i am with space like that's the that's another fear the astrophobia of like the fear of like being that's out in space is- like because it's even like at least in the ocean you still get sound you get me like you can still hear whales and dolphin noises and all that stuff i think i think that would be a fear of mine probably too just knowing like the the vast emptiness and the quiet an eerie quietness of space exactly and like that's isolation dude just like the crazy isolation that you must feel especially if you were by yourself there because that's even like (laughs) even like when we talk about like movies and stuff or even like the conversations still come up think about the vastness of space and in our world we're the only living things out there the, that's not even true, bro. And that that can't be true. No, there no has to be way, some other life form out there. And it's like, have even they reached be, us? Like, like, even if you believe in God, there's no fucking way God just created us, right? There's no fucking way. Exactly. On, and man, let alone, like, we've it, only explored our little area. You got me? Like, we're literally, we're a dust, we're a piece of dust compared to the fucking ocean that it is the fucking universe you know like come on we're literally a fucking mere speck of it exactly and like at least with the ocean like you know you're gonna reach some sort of limit of like reaching the bottom of the ocean the deepest that we've reached we know there's still a little bit more or well not even a little bit we've only discovered what like what is it like 20 percent of our ocean like, there's still so much more out there that we don't know. Yeah. We at least have an idea compared to space where the limit does not exist. If you know that reference, you know that yeah, reference. I, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know what the fuck is out there. What kinds, like, maybe these stories that we do watch, like the aliens or extraterrestrials that we do see in these movies, happens and these shows thing. and animes, are existing out there it's because someone has dealt with them and just wrote down their stories you get me straight up bro like literally like we don't know that's the biggest that's the biggest thing that's the most terrifying yeah that's the most terrifying thing honestly Uh, like i had (laughs) i pulled up some some weird phobias that people have that i think are pretty pretty weird no lie um like uh, I I don't know I, these names, man. They're kind of weird. But this one's er- agoraphobia. Agoraphobia, yeah, the fear of work. Oh no, then I don't know. Is that it? Here we go. It's ear ergophobia. Yeah, ergophobia, fear of work. Oh, ergophobia. The fear of working. Fear of work or like manual labor or non-manual labor. Oh, that's that's. That's a weird. That's what I'm saying. That's wow. a strange one. That's a weird one. That's a weird. That, one. Yeah, that's a very weird one. I mean, if it happens to you, I'm like that's kind of. I definitely want to hear fucking stories about that for sure. But yeah, um, 
But that one's interesting because it's like, yeah, that's why I was like, I was really thinking about it. I'm like, hmm. Because like, how does that work? For really? some, because then you're so reliant on somebody else your entire life. Not, not, not if you are fear of making decisions, which is the cytophobia. The so, well, sorry, the cytophobia. Yeah, the fear of making decisions. Those two guys would not be well together. No, oh my god! <laughs> because one doesn't work, and the other one can't make up his mind. Is he scared of what what he's thinking about to make decisions? That's so crazy. Those two just blew my mind. Even reading those, I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah, just just you mentioning them right now, like, like how can someone actually be scared of making the decision or working? In not general? even that. It's like how how do you live like that? You get me? Like, I'm not saying like it's. Bad or whatever, I don't want to say it like but this, but like, you must take some like uh, I hate saying it like this, but you must take some really strong drugs to even not even think about stuff like that. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way you, especially if it's really bad for you. Like, I mean, really bad. Like, yeah, like you having that actual phobia. Yeah. Like, it must be really crazy to even live life in general, dude. Like, how do you even live life? But you see, yeah, even going back to that fear of work, like, then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, like, let's say it's a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad, right? Would you then consider house cleaning and picking up after a kid work as well? Because you don't, you're technically don't have a job, but that is your job being a full time parent. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, these are, those are really weird. That brings up so many questions. (laughs) Those are the ones that really caught my attention, dude. When I saw them, I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how, bro? Yeah, no, those are those are weird. Those are really interesting ones. Ones that I find kind of funny are, I mean, actually, this one I, I kind of understand a little bit, which is, ah, and these fucking names, man. Yeah, um, they always have weird ass names. Estro, Estro, S, it's it's E I, E I S O P T R O. S. Prophobia? No, there's a key in there. Estro, estrophobia. Damn it, dude. There, let me send it to you. Let me send it. Yeah. Because this one's weird. This one's weird. How to even pronounce it? I found it interesting. This one too. But this one must be really crazy for people. Isetrophobia. It's isetrophobia, right? The fear of mirrors. Of mirrors. mirrors. Oh, I get that one. I understand that one too a little yeah. bit. I, I would get the fear of that, of reflection, pretty much. Just that was in general. Yeah, that kind of was the premise of what was that the movie? movie? That movie. The skeleton key. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called. Yeah, no, I get it, and that's why it's, there's a lot of um, traditions too, where oh after, yeah, after someone's passing, you have to cover all the mirrors because then mirrors could trap the soul of the departed making it 
difficult for them to pass on and continue haunting someone. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of stories with just mirrors, like and that, rituals, like, traditions, and all that stuff. It's and why yeah. you should fear them and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it. Like, there's even the that fear of um of taking your picture taking. Oh, I feel like that was mine before. <laughs> No, you're just no, you just I don't just, like cameras. I'm just camera shy. I'm just camera shy. Uh, it's uh, scropophobia. Scropophobia. Yeah. The that one's actually pronounceable. Oh no! Wait. No. Oh no! Hold on. This one's actually connected to the eceptrophobia. Oh, they're connected, right? Scropophobia is the fear of seeing your own reflection. Of seeing your own reflection, right? Whereas in Aceptro is the fear mirror. of just the mirrors. The mirrors itself, yeah. Imagine being scared of seeing yourself in the mirror, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Some of these are like big yeah. thinkers, bro. Like you actually have to process. I'm like, what are what are what is in their mind? What are they thinking? You know, that they're actually scared of, you yeah, know, or like that end. Having to so, get ready. Someone else has to like. Look I guess they don't do their you. makeup, or if they're a girl, <laughs> for a dude, they're not even worried about their hair. No, but I mean, <laughs> they wear a hat all the time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's bald, what I'm saying. Like, they have like a super short haircut. I knew if I was scared of mirrors, I'll just probably go bald. <laughs> like, yo, just let me shave my shit off. Literally, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because I always, you know, when I have my long hair, I always have the one dangly hair just sticking well, out. Cowlick. <laughs> Yeah. Likes to stick out like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Fear of mirrors. Any other ones? Do you have any others? This one's for the new gen, right? This is nomo nomophobia. Oh, is that like the fear of missing out or something? No, no, that's FOMO. That's FOMO. Oh, yeah. Homophobia, <laughs> fear of missing out. That's literally the acronym for that. That's FOMO. Wait, monophobia? No phones. Yeah. No more phones. <laughs> no more phones. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally. Fear of being without your mobile phone. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely like a new That's a new generation type, type of thing, one. dude. <laughs> I wish the world was more of this one, dude. The Pluto-phobia. Pluto-phobia. I'm just la- labeling ones that come out here, dude. Pluto-phobia? Which is the fear? Yeah, plutophobia, which is the fear of money. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Their fear of people with money or just wealth in general, of becoming wealthy themselves, or fear of wealthy people in general. They dread having money by themselves, oh. or dealing with money themselves. You get me? Like they want other people to handle their money. Yeah, they don't like touching it or dealing with it. Yeah, their their spouse or they would have to get like a financial advisor to just do all that. Which is stuff funny because them. that goes hand in hand with this with this other one, which is the fear of numbers, which is, um, arth arthomo phobia. Oh, uh, arithmophobia. Uh, arithmophobia. There you go. Yeah, it's like arithmetic. But yeah. arithmophobia. Yeah, yeah, like yeah I heard numbers. that one. So that would be literally the same hand in hand, I think, those two. <laughs> there's a there's one too for the fear of long words. <laughs> yeah, well, but, that one and it's a really long word. And right? it's a really long word. It's so 
bear with me on this one. Hippopotamonstrosequipipedilophobia. Sounds like you're about to fucking say a Latin root word for a fucking animal. They should have just called it supercalifragilisticexpialidociousphobia. Yo, straight up, dude. There's this, uh, this one that I just found too, which I kind oh. of get. I kind of get the fear this of adolescence. Oh, yeah. Ephibophobia. 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 Yeah, because I mean, Kids are out of control. You sometimes don't know what the hell oh, they'll Jessica, do. Jessica, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if she's scared of that. That's her phobia, dude. Well, then she's in the wrong. She's working in the wrong industry because she's she's the real, in the medical field with kids. The real question is, how does this one work, dude? Oh gosh. Hey, this one's opto optophobia, the fear of opening one's eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like every time they blink, it's just like. A heart attack for them almost because yeah literally yeah it says there's only been a few recordings of this ever like to be like an actual thing yeah yeah i would yeah i wouldn't expect that to be a high number so supposedly they're scared of closing their eyes because they like this happens after like traumatic events and incidents and stuff like that supposedly they're scared of closing their eyes or opening their eyes or something like that oh, i forgot how it is yeah opening their own eyes yeah yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. So imagine waking up like the first thing as you're waking up, it's just instant fear. Instead of feeling relaxed and refreshed, it's instant fear because you're scared of opening your eyes from waking up. Yeah. Oh, uh God, did you know there's even a phobia of phobias? Yeah. Phobophobia. Phobophobia. Phobophobia, bro. <laughs> Fear of it's anxiety not as, disorders and stuff. Not as bad as this one, though. The the pogo pogo no phobia. Fear of oh, beards. Beards. Beards, yeah. Oh. With anyone with a beard and shit like that. I think this happens with people have again, it says here like uh they avoid people with beards because it causes them anxieties because of like trauma and stuff like that. They just get like an utter fear of people with other like oh okay. For example, so like uh it's understandable. Develop. It's something you develop. Yeah, it's, it's it says it's not have. something you're really like, you know, like all oh, naturally like you're scared yeah. of it. It's something yeah. you develop for sure. Yeah, that one's that one's um I wouldn't really call that I mean okay, I get the definition of phobia and stuff, but I feel like that one just falls on a different category of phobias. It's more like uh, you develop type of phobia. Yeah. In actual phobia, you're like, you're actually naturally scared too, pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, then technically. It's not an organic fear. There you go. It's not an well, organic fear. It's something you develop through, through time. Then I don't know where my clown fear lands. I think you've just been always scared of clowns. You probably. Right. And then just watching it just. I think they always freak you more. out, like in general from the get right. Yeah. Or maybe something traumatic happened that you don't remember too. Well, it's traumatic. Well, that's a big brain. That's a big, that's a big brain question right there, dude. <laughs> you need to go see some therapist or hypnotist to like, <laughs> unlock that. Unlock your biggest fears. <laughs> open the third eye in your fucking forehead. <laughs> open my chakras. <laughs> All right. I think we'll take a little break and we'll come back.
and we're back. <laughs> I love that. Um, I missed that. I know we haven't said it in a while. So yeah, and we're back. Um, so going back into things, uh, moving on from like the phobias and stuff like that, we're actually going to go into some horror games that we we've played or we recommend that people play as well. And then, of course, other where you can watch these game uh, game walkthroughs and stuff like that, like recommendations that we definitely think you guys should check out for sure. Um, for me, for instance, um, I would say, again, people definitely should fucking give it a shot, even if you're truly, you know, a bitch playing freaking um, horror games, which is out, Outlast, 100%. Yes. Like even though it is hardcore, like legit, like it's not lighthearted at all. It's not one of those like oh horror games, quote unquote. No, this is a truly horror game. <laughs> the, that know. game was based for horror, like that. Like we mentioned that before. Like it is the best horror games that other horror games need to take notes away from. Oh, hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent agree. Even if you don't want to play it find a YouTuber who has played the full game. Find a way to get your computer screen or your iPhone screen onto your big screen, television screen, turn the lights off and watch it. So it feels almost immersive. Like you're the one playing it. And it is the most horrifying thing out there, but it is the best type (laughs) of horror I could, Mm -hmm. even for me, like I've, watched games of it like gameplay it's of so, it it's so good it's so it's so creepy and good dude like it's like the right type of horror it literally just gives you chills all the way from the beginning to the yeah. end yeah um two people i recommend you watch it from if you want like a good like a good laugh at the same time while experiencing the game markiplier 100 yes. yes. is always a go-to mm-hmm. someone who's a little bit more like genuinely scared and actually played it, but he doesn't give too much commentary. He actually lets the game like play, and then when it's like there's nothing going on, he puts his input on what just happened, which is the Rad Brad, oh, big yeah. YouTuber. He he doesn't have a camera or anything like that, so there's no nobody to actually look look like he focuses just on the game itself and literally plays it through. Yeah, so definitely I recommend those two guys to watch for that particular game for sure. Um, I'm gonna go a little more old school. Um, mm. definitely two games that we've mentioned multiple times before, even on our last year's Halloween episode, was definitely um Slender Man and the Eight Pages. Oh, mm-hmm. um, where 100%. you played it, and I was doing a lot of backseat gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, dude. And even. Oh, you're gonna have to correct me on this one. Which of the Dead Space games that was the first one, which is mostly horror instead of action? The second one. The second one. The second one is probably the, the better. So, yeah. So story uh, one. Dead Space Two definitely has really good jump scares, even like side mini challenges that you do uh, during the story mode. Um, is actually a really good one as well. Hmm. Um. If I want to do a more recent one, I would definitely say The Evil Within is actually a good one as well. Hmm. Um, like you said, I would I suggest watching it uh, 
with Markiplier. Markiplier is not just a good gamer, but he actually gives good commentary and he knows when to throw a laugh in there. He knows how to throw a laugh, even with his editor. His editor knows his style as well and when to do that comedic relief. Mm -hmm. And not just that, but Markiplier also does a really good job of following the story and with his commentary makes it a little bit easier for a viewer to follow the story with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we mentioned Markiplier a lot. We just think Markiplier is like a really good gaming commentary person. Yeah. <laughs> At least for myself. I don't know for you. You know, yeah, I would agree with you. Him and another game I would recommend with his like one of his best friends, technically speaking, Jack uh, Jack Septica. Mm-hmm. The game that I recommend you watch his version is uh, the Bendy and the Ink Machine. Oh, Bendy, which a good is one. Uh, which is a cartoony uh, horror game. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, Disney inspired inspired horror, pretty much. Yes. So I definitely recommend his version um, of seeing it because. One, one, he's pretty funny, you know, like on top of like everything he does. And he did voice act in it as well. Yes. So um, him playing it, I think, is just a little extra special for sure. And I definitely recommend because he's so into it, like watching his episodes mm. on that in particular, that game were very like captivated, you know, can be interested in him. Like, yeah, you were give, like you were like how Mark Reply does. He's very insightful, like all oh, like. Like we did a, they did a good job on this and that and stuff like that. Like he's literally walking you through and like giving his input on the game. So I definitely recommend him on that game. Yeah. If you're definitely interested. Um, for just basic type of games where people can like test their limits, I guess there is face your fears, which is like random scenarios of whether it be ghosts, uh, weird hauntings, or I think there was like a clown one, like I keep mentioning. Uh, It puts you through those types of scenarios. It is a VR one that you could also do. Um, There is another game I wanted to mention. Uh, Was Don't Let Go. Don't Let Go. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, it's, it's a pretty quick game. But you are forced to stay still holding a few keys on your keyboard and you're put through these scenarios. And if you do let go of any of the keys, uh, the game stops like it senses when you let go. So it stops. And if you do want to continue and find out, see the entire game, you would have to restart it from the beginning. Yeah, that would suck. That's a good one. (laughs) It is a good one, dude. And of course, again, more a more recent one, even more recent, freaking uh, Resident Evil Village. Oh yeah. Again, um, if you don't want that much commentary, the Rab Brad is your dude to watch for sure. Again, um, if you want more, <laughs> more of a freaking funny and input like playthrough for sure. Markiplier um, is your boy for that one. For yes. sure. Good game overall. Good story. Good pacing on it. Uh, I think the the Resident Evil games have definitely, you know, had their fair shares of up and ups and downs, but they're they're definitely on a high with these last two games that they had. So, you know, at this point, there's no. I just hope they keep you know 
give the same they give that same energy for the for the other games any other games they come up with yeah keep the um, horror up. <laughs> there is uh devour is also another good game it's a co-op type of game mm. where you are put through these Scenarios of having to collect items and sacrifice certain creatures to stop a haunting, you could say. Uh, But just the closer you get to completing the sacrifices, uh, the more difficult the main boss becomes. Mm. Um, And there is obviously like the jump scares and stuff, like it makes it more difficult. And it's even better with other people so you're experiencing it together and not just like by oneself you got me yeah it's true and there <laughs> is uh if you have one go ahead uh little nightmares yes little nightmares mm-hmm. mm-hmm. little nightmares definitely recommend that so many good horror games dude honestly yeah, i feel like they i think they've gotten better over the years honestly because they found out like what actually makes a good horror game because there has been a couple years dude i feel like in the 2000s where there were just not that many good horror uh, games yeah yeah how do i put it because back in the early 2000s there wasn't that many good horror games until bioshock and death space came in to literally re reinvigorate the horror scene and then it kind of died down again after that a little bit Mm -hmm. Because they thought like, oh, people like horror with action. And we were like, no, we don't. <laughs> and then, you know, we get all these remakes and all these other games that are like reintroducing the horror scene and shit like that and reinvigorated the horror genre as a whole again. Yes. Um, there was one game. I'm trying to look for the title of it. Um, Explain it. Maybe I know it. It is like you are almost like an exorcist and there are multiple levels. Uh, oh, I got another game. I think another, it is another four player game. This one, though, Asmophobia. Asmophobia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been playing Asmophobia, bro. It's actually a really good game. It's one of probably one of my favorite games to play now. Honestly, it's really fucking fun, dude. You don't recommend you get it. We gotta play it, dude. I mean, 100%. I would, but it's not. It's not I know it's Mac. not. Know, <laughs> Unfortunately, I yes, I play uh, on a Mac a lot of times, but I also have an Xbox. <laughs> it's literally called just The Exorcist, the game I was looking up. Oh, The Exorcist. Yes, and uh, I def. If you do understand Spanish, but he also does a lot of Spanish subtitles. <laughs> and VR is actually the one I enjoy watching this game play through. Um, it is a VR. I don't know if it's just a regular regular version as well. Um, but I do know the VR makes it very much more in-depth, more detailed, and very immersive for that, for that game. Um, there is a full-blown story for each chapter you play. Um, and it definitely has its plenty of jump scares and <clears throat> excuse me, the beer finally came up. <laughs> uh, plenty of jump scares and definitely like 
when you're dealing with demonic stories and if you grow up like us, very Catholic wise, uh, these types of stories do definitely like hit some sort of nerve. It hit different. You could say it definitely hit different. <laughs> That's it for me for like game recommendations. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, there's so many, bro, that you could yeah. go down when it comes to the horror scene for sure. Yeah, I mean, horror games are literally some of my shit. So can't really name them all and recommend them all because some of them are pretty, like, pretty bad. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we, I guess we can move on from there. Um, there's no easy segue to get into this next one, honestly. So we're just, yeah. I'm just going for it. So. Our next thing that we're going to go for is um, we're going to leave it a kind of a lighthearted way, quote unquote, lighthearted. Yes. Um, we're going to go through some, um, some more like the most horrifying ones that we could find Pokédex. Because I know Pokemon likes to sneak in their little scary stories within the Pokemons themselves, mm-hmm. you know, on like their abilities and what they can actually do to people and stuff like that the actual like horror aspects mostly this applies to mostly ghost pokemon and psychics i feel 100 i don't know if you've seen seen that right yeah like it mostly applies to, to those guys so <laughs> yeah ghosts and dark types mostly um, <laughs> which makes sense you know like throughout you know game stuff like that in pokemon in the world true. of pokemon true. it makes sense um so, and again know. a lot of these pokemon Dex entries just depends on what game you're specifically that too, playing. Yeah. Forgot to mention um because some of them vary from even from the original, like let's say with Gengar, what you would originally get from blue, yellow, red is gonna differ from what you find now in like Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Um the one that like I always think is like pretty dark when I think of Pokedex entries is um is Spoink. Spoink. Spoink is the little pig Pokemon with the pearl on his head and it's on a little like coil that jumps. <laughs> um apparently the coil that it jumps on is connected somehow to its heart. So every time it jumps, its heart keeps beating. And if it stops jumping, uh, it would eventually die because it's not making his heart beat. So that's crazy, dude. Yeah. And again, again, I mean, that's just like it's primary to have such a dark story, which a lot of these are primary types. Yeah. (laughs) When you get into it and then if they evolve into something darker, like. It it just sometimes gets worse. Sometimes yeah, it slowly, slowly gets slowly gets worse and worse, dude. I mean, it's fuck. Uh, I'm reading off of this one here. Fucking drowsy. Oh, drowsy's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So drowsy, his Pokemon entry I think started is that he puts enemies to sleep, and when he does put them to sleep, he starts to eat their dreams. Yeah. So he slowly, literally consumes their dreams and everyone knows this like if you die in your dreams i guess you die in real life type of thing yeah so um it's saying here in particular like in more in one of the more recent pokemons in ultra sun his pokemon entry says that he is put near rec rec uh recreational facilities 
so he could view and eat the, the dreams of children and shit. Oh, oh so yeah, could, yeah. It feasts more on children's dream than it does adults. Yeah, I mean that's dude, that's that's nuts. Freddy yeah. Krueger shit there. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was another one too where after they go to sleep, he's he brings them into the forest away from their homes. Yeah. And, then, and then eats their dreams in the forest that's, and leaves their bodies there. Yeah. Bro, that's just too much. Like, this is Pokemon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, chill um, out, bro. Yeah. No, one of my... The cute... One of, like, the cute... One of the cuter uh, ghost-type Pokemons is Phantom. It's literally just, like, a black shadow with, like, its face and it has little horns that look like a tree stump. Um, but it's Pokemon entry, as I think in Sun and Moon, is this Pokemon are stumps possessed by the spirits of children who died in the forest. Their cries sound like eerie screams. Oh. That's literally it. They died in the forest and, and they, they possessed this tree stump, which is now why they're phantom. Damn, something. Like, I mean, it, it ties. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. And on top of that, bro, talking about fucking, you know, children losing their lives and shit. Same thing with Bennett or whatever, whatever it's called. Uh, Bayonet. Bayonet, yeah. Freaking supposedly it's a possessed doll from a, from a child that died. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit, dude. Like, what is all this Pokemon entries with Pokemon? I mean, kids dying and then becoming Pokemon. <laughs> This is too much, dude. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Fine. Fine. You don't want kids? I'll give you an adult one. Yamask. Yamask? Oh, Yamask yeah. is uh, someone who dies, but carries a mask of what they uh, look like, of their face, of, of what they used to look like as a human. Oh, shit. That's scary. That would yeah. be terrifying, bro. Just imagine, like, an apparition just fucking carrying its own fucking face. Its own <laughs> face. You got me? Like that's, that would be scary, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, getting away from ghosts, this one's kind of scary too. Freaking uh, uh, parasite. Per- oh yeah, parasite. Yeah. So think about it like this, dude. Like a fungus that literally turns into like a zombie, pretty much. So it's like a fungus that takes over, and you can't control your own actions and stuff like that because it's the parasite that's taking over. Oh yeah, and your body. Parasitic. Yeah. Yeah. So geez, I mean, I was thinking about that, and I'm seeing it here, literally. Like it's it says here it's like something out of uh, the Last of Us. Yeah, like the 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 fungus that literally is like that that takes over your your body. your brain functions and just yeah. your body in general. Literally yeah. the same concept, I guess. Pokemon. Yeah, just doesn't affect us human until the Last of Us came around. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll do one that's away from the ghost type as well. Uh, Sligum or Sligum. Yeah, Sligum. Um, I guess it has a hard time. Drawing a line between friends and food. So it will calmly try to melt any, even those it gets along with. Oh, fuck me, dude. Yeah, and because it's like a snail type of Pokemon, it's slime. But, like, helps it, like, eat or whatever. So if you're a person, you're just slowly getting... Melted away. Melted away by its slime. That's that's crazy, dude. (laughs) I don't know. Do you have one more? I want to. I know. I want to. Wait for this one for the end. Because oh, it's okay, big, okay. It's a big yeah. fucker. Yeah, I'll, I'll do one and we can end it with yours. Um. So Frostlass. 
Mm-hmm. Frost last. Uh, so this is so this is a new one. I know there's another one for this. Uh, so when it finds humans or Pokemon it likes, it freezes them and takes them and takes them to its chilly den, where they become decorations. I also know that creeper bullshit. Yeah, there's also another entry. I, and I I'm probably just paraphrasing this off the top of my head. <laughs> Where uh, Frostless is actually almost like a phantom that I read earlier, except it's a woman because Frostless are mo- are practically all female snow runs that evolve. Um, Frostless is actually a woman that got left, or are women that are left out in a snowstorm and die, and take over the ice, or, yeah, control some iceberg that's near them to become frost. Pretty much becomes a banshee at that point. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, That's what they are, ice banshees. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the equivalent of an ice banshee. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Oh. So imagine two different stories for just one right there. (laughs) It's fucking nuts, dude. All right, let's end it on yours. So, I'm not sure. What's the fucking Pokemon called? I can't pronounce this, dude, though. Mm, sadly, but it's the it's the main the legendary Pokemon for why. Uh, Wavital. Wavital, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's literally. I never perfect. knew how to pronounce it either. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he's the Pokemon of death, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's probably they say the most terrifying Pokemon because when he dies, he not he not only like dies. But he absorbs all the life energy of everything around it and surrounding pretty much and turns into a cocoon. That, in other words, he literally takes every living creature or any living thing around it so it can re get reborn itself, which is kind of freaking crazy to even think about, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I never I never but I knew there was like life and death between Xerneas and him, but I never knew that backstory to him. That's crazy. Yeah. So, oh, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> this one just tops it off. You're like, oh shit, he just kills everything in his fucking sights, I guess. What do you yeah. He's like, if I'm dying, I'm taking you with me. His, tr- <laughs> his trump card. His trump card. Yeah, literally. He says, I'm, I'm taking you to the shadow realm. All the Yu-Gi-Oh shit Fucking reverse card on you (laughs) Practically (laughs) Alrighty So is there anything else you want to add I did I think that's been a good holiday A good freaking holiday A good Halloween special man Yeah Um, there, There was one thing I did see Where it's like If you do see teenagers out and about asking for that archer retreating dressed up. Give them candy. They're at least out trick-or-treating instead of being God knows where doing God knows what. They're at yeah, least dude. enjoying themselves doing something good. Yeah. Especially in these times and days. Like unless they're fucking up your house, then it's okay to give well, them. Well, yeah, that's place. that's something different, but <laughs> but still. Um, as always, have a safe Halloween this yes, year, please stay everybody. Safe. And stay warm, especially if you're in the New England area. Yes, definitely. <laughs>
And where can people find you, Leche? You will find me at uh, Instagram at Leche Minuesa, or you guys can find me on Twitch at Technofreak95. Yes, yes, yes. And then you guys can follow me at One Alpha Penguin on Instagram and also at twitch.tv slash One Alpha Penguin. I am trying to stream a little bit more. Hopefully I will be streaming even more with uh, Diamond and Pearl coming out in the next few weeks as well. So tune in for that. Um, you guys can follow the podcast on Instagram at take a sip underscore pod. Like I said before, if you have any fears or phobias that we didn't mention before that you think are weird or interesting, share them with us. We might share them next week again. Um, if we did miss any and subscribe to the YouTube channel where we are trying to upload hopefully a little bit more of our gameplays. If we do play any games together or even if we stream separately, we'll probably update some content there. That is also probably the easiest way to contact us through as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, drink some water, stay safe. And we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. See you guys.